Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about Jordan Peele's Nope, his third feature film, and I am very excited to talk about it because I loved this movie. Joining me to talk about it is the lady one returning to the podcast. Uh, It's been a while since she's been on, and uh, we had a great time talking about it. We got into a lot of great puzzle pieces, so that is coming up in a second. Before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there subscribing, rate and review us. Drop a little five-star. We'd appreciate that, especially if you like what we do here on the show. You could also follow us over on social media at PiecingPod on the Twitter and the Instagram and all that. And on Facebook, we have the Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces Facebook group, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about right here on the show. So with that said, uh, we've got a nice conversation coming up, and uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about Nope. All right, we are talking about Jordan Peele's Nope, and with me today is the Lady One. Lady One, how's it going? Hello. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, it's been a while since your last time on, and you've been doing a whole bunch of podcasting stuff since then. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I've been out and about guesting from time to time. It's been good. Yeah, awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this movie. Um, I I don't know how you feel. I mean, we should probably kick it off that way, just saying, like, have you been a big fan of Jordan Peele's previous movies? Yes. Um, I really, really loved Get Out. I enjoyed a lot of Us. To me, it doesn't hold up as the explanation continues, Mm. and that's my main problem. Uh, Sure. But the performances and the directing and the writing was great. Um, So I was super, super excited for Nope. And for me, it lived up to every expectation I had. I was blown away. I loved it. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I'm in the (laughs) same boat. I loved Get Out. Uh, Us very mixed on, but uh, there are things about it that I really liked. Um, But I'm just so happy to, you know, to have a filmmaker that, you know, then comes back and is like, oh, okay, yes, this is the real deal. I'm so excited. And uh, yeah, I love this movie so much. And uh, I'll probably be gushing about it through the whole conversation. But (laughs) um, (laughs) it's going to be an interesting one. I feel like I know, like for my puzzle pieces are kind of all across the board, some very obvious ones, but then maybe some, some, you know, left field ones. But uh, Jordan Peele himself as a filmmaker He's both somebody who 
I feel like wears his inspirations on his sleeves. I mean, and us, he had him right there on the videotape sitting next to the TV, yeah. you know. Um, so he, he clearly is not trying to hide any of that. But at the same time, he certainly is his own uh, voice. And so it'll be it'll be an exciting one to talk about. But um I, you know, I guess there's going to be, I, I've got a bunch of pieces, yeah. so we might as well just jump right in. What do you have for your first piece here? So my first puzzle piece might be my favorite piece on this list, and it's Back to the Future 2. Okay. The, uh, specifically, the flags hanging out of the sky. As soon as I saw the sure. first teaser trailer, I was like, oh, like the DeLorean at the end. Um, it's It's just such a small note. It has nothing to do with the plot. It has nothing to do with, <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, thematically, this is just like that. No, it's just one of those things that if you see it and you love it because it makes you think of that movie, that's what it's there for. And Jordan Peele mm-hmm. does that so well. Like you said, like in us, just here's videotapes because I love yeah. that movie. And if you noticed it, it's because you love that movie. And yeah, sure. I love that he does that. So yeah. I, I love that like that like that trail of, of flags like that. It kind of brings to mind small town, which is such like a big part of the setting yeah. here with, with Nope. And so like, you know, Back to the Future 2, you know, all those kinds of movies like, you know, the Amblin stuff and all, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. They all have that small town feel or it just feels like, you know, uh, America stuff, yeah. you know, and like everybody's <laughs> got some kind of trail of flags leading off of something or other. And so, yeah, it, it's evoked in a totally different way, a totally different kind of story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is very, uh, very much a big part of the movie for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll go to my first piece, which uh, may be possibly one of my favorites on my list. Uh, and that's Cloverfield. Um, you know, I thought this from the trailer and it continued through the movie in different ways as well. I mean, first of all, when we were talking about the trailer, we always do our, our monthly trailer roundups where we preview movies and kind of guess what puzzle pieces we think might be. Yeah. And I thought of Cloverfield then because everything was just so shrouded in secrecy. and We had no idea where anything was going to go. Um, so I was already on my mind, but then the fact that, you know, and of course we're going to get into lots of spoilers here. We always put the spoiler warning, but <laughs> the fact that, that this creature is completely unexplained, we have no clue what it's here for. We, we know it likes to eat. That, like that's <laughs> basically it, you know, um, that is something you don't always see in, in these kinds of sci-fi movies. A lot of time there's, there's like the scientist who explains uh-huh. everything. We don't even know where this thing is from, oh. you know? And <laughs> so I, that's like such like, that's the way it was in Cloverfield. Also great, crazy, cool, unique creature design. Um, yeah. And then everything, everything centering around capturing it on film. I mean, this is obviously not a found footage movie the way Cloverfield was, but you know, the whole movie is about capturing it on film. So uh, you've got that as well. And then the last connection I have is one of the horses is even named Clover, which <laughs> certain sections of the internet would say that the Cloverfield monster's name is just Clover. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Oh, Lots of connections that, to Cloverfield, which makes one. me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's go on. What do you got for your next one? Okay. My next one here, let's just knock out the obvious. This is Jaws. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I I did an instant reaction on binge movies, uh, which is out now, and uh, mm-hmm. we talked about we weren't we were talking about it, and um, he wasn't sure how to categorize the movie, and we were trying not to get into the spoilers at that point. And I, when we did get into it, I was like, if Jaws is a horror movie, this is a horror movie because mm. it's it's that it, that's what we're working towards here. It's um, heading towards a confrontation with the beast. So yeah. 
It's Jaws Absolutely. in the sky. Jaws on my list too. I think anybody is going to come to the conversation yeah. <laughs> and bring up Jaws. I mean, you also have that three-person team, which very much, you know, kind of brings you back to Jaws, the way the creature is beaten, the 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 way that it's kind of played close to the vest for most of the movie. You don't really, you know, know what it is or see much of mm-hmm. it, just little bits and pieces. We might as well just make this a whole aside to Spielberg for yeah. a minute here. <laughs> you know, Jaws, of course, also Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yes. of course, with that small town vibe again, the, the flying saucers, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jurassic Park, um, yeah. I would say a little bit too. I mean, you mess with nature, you're, it's not going to end well, yeah. you know, so you got that as well. And I would even throw a little War of the Worlds since yes. we're talking aliens, you know. So, I mean, there's just so much Spielberg. And I I kind of, when we covered us, uh, what was it, three years ago or whatever, whenever that came out, I, I said back then I felt a lot of Spielberg. Like, I feel like Spielberg and that that love of the big cinematic blockbuster is just something so ingrained in Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah I, I think... That's something that I have enjoyed so much from him as a director is being close to him in age. We have the same reference points and sure. a lot of the same things that we're we're both fans of. And so to see yeah. that be interpreted into completely unique and original ideas that just wink to that thing we both love as a viewer and him as a creator, I think for yeah. me that's why I love his movie so much. I, I completely agree. Yeah, it, it is it is fun to see somebody who uh, also swings so big yes. a, as a Jordan Peele, but like you were just saying, has those same reference points that we do from our particular generation. So yeah, that, that definitely makes the whole thing kind of tie together even better <laughs> than it might have if this you know, this guy was a lot younger or a lot older. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of the perfect, uh, the perfect melding of influence there for our generation. <laughs> uh, but what do you got next? Okay. My next one is, uh, again, this came up when we did our instant reaction on binge movies, Tremors. Uh, <laughs> nice. it's, it's hardcore Tremors. And I even actually was reading an interview before this with Jordan Peele, where he was like, I love Tremors. Uh, yes, that's on, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> Tremors seems like such I I actually haven't seen any of the Tremors movies since um you know probably the 90s like yeah. back when you know the, the first one came out or something like that. I kind of got to revisit those one of these days, at least the first Definitely. one. Definitely. I watched it a couple years ago and I really wasn't it was like it was that movie that was always on TV, so I didn't right. really care that much and I was watching it as like an intentional viewing experience. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, this is really good." <laughs> yeah. I, I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch yeah. it. I, I'm I'm hoping uh, there will be more monsters in uh, Jordan Peele's future. Uh, you know, we we have uh, everything with Gordy. Is it Gordy the the monkey oh, the the chimp? Yes. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Everything with Gordy <laughs> is like. I mean, you know, it's not, it's a chimp. It's not necessarily a monster, but it's like, you know, just creature based like horror. You know, yeah. it's like such a scary sequence and it's so well done. And then, of course, our big giant alien, of course, yeah. too. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I want to see more. Uh, I, I, I love social commentary in his movies. I love the horror in his movies. But, yeah. I, you know, I'm such a sucker for creature stuff. So definitely <laughs> I want to see more of that, too. Um, speaking of creature stuff, uh, I'm going to combine a couple of things okay. here. Uh, I'm going to go with two masters of horror, uh, both John Carpenter and Sam Raimi. Ooh. John Carpenter to the thing, yeah. Sam Raimi, the end of Evil Dead 2, but basically just the way that this uh, 
flying saucer that is actually a, a living creature is flying around with the screams of the people yes. it's, it's currently digesting <laughs> all uh, part of its uh its its screaming sound design um it reminded me a little bit of the way the thing ends up you know like sucking up you know people's like you know their 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 uh what would you even call that? Like their essences yeah. or whatever. And, you know, and then the same with the end of evil dead too, with the, when the evil shows up at the cabin and it's got like the heads popping out of all the people that have died so far. Um, so you get that just like horrific thing of all these people, this thing is killed yeah. are still a part of it. Ugh. And, uh, just violent, awful imagery and just really cool. So stuff. So disturbing. So wonderful. <laughs> 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 absolutely uh, disturbing is the right word yeah. yes definitely <laughs> what do you got next so my next one is um it, it, it's only a puzzle piece because of his previous work so i have family matters uh gordy's home feels like a tgif show and sure. if you have seen the key and peel sketch of family matters uncensored it is <sighs> pure horror it is terrifying and that is why we have these amazing movies that he makes because he pulls the terror out of situations that aren't inherently terrifying and mm -hmm. just pushes it to the furthest extreme and yeah gordy's home was definitely on tgif right it had to be Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would have loved it too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we would have been watching it. Um, yeah, that, and there's other things too, like, like, um, everything with Steven Yeun's character, like recalling that yeah. and like, you know, calling, calling back to, uh, Saturday Night Live and Chris Kattan playing Gordy, you know, <laughs> like stuff like that. All these like TV memories that again, calling back to our generation and our very specific points of view yeah. that, uh, you know, we would all have grown up with with those uh, SNL sketches making fun of this horrible thing yeah. that happened on some sitcom that we also all watched. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Family Matters, of course, <laughs> uh, a cornerstone of, of that <laughs> particular kind of TV. So I love it. Yeah, great piece there. Um, I, I'll throw in, I guess this would kind of uh, jump off from Family Matters then as a piece, even though it might not seem like it at first, but uh, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin oh, Tarantino's latest. Okay. Um, I I love the blending of real Hollywood with fake Hollywood, yeah. which is so just expertly done in that movie. And like we we get all of these these fake shows that Leonardo DiCaprio's character is a part of, and then like uh, some of the other people around him, and uh, the way that that's all blended into real like golden age of Hollywood uh, history. And the way that Jordan Peele blends some of the made-up aspects of, of this particular version of Hollywood, like, I absolutely love that their great-great-great-grandfather <laughs> was the guy on the horse in that first film. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, I love, like we were just talking about, Chris Kattan would be the guy that plays exactly. the chimp. Like, just absolutely perfect, you know? It's just a great blending of, of real Hollywood history and this imagined Hollywood history for the characters in the movie. Uh, I love it. it. It definitely has the feeling of that ranch for sure. The setting out there yeah. and exactly like you said, the, the fake Hollywood combined with the real Hollywood all at once. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and, and I would throw in there, like, there's probably a lot of like, um, interesting, like, uh, depictions of like that, 
you know, the, the, the horse trainer or the animal trainer wranglers, like that kind of stuff, like mm -hmm. things of, of Hollywood that we don't really always necessarily get to see. Yeah. There's probably other examples of that, but, uh, but yeah, I just thought that would be a good one to, uh, kind of tie that in. But, uh, what do you have for your next one? Uh, my next one is, I feel like it's kind of a little bit lazy, but it's still a good one in my opinion because I'm saying it uh, is the <laughs> Universal Studios tour. Um, that's Ooh. the final last frame of the movie after the credits is that it says, you know, you can ride Jupiter's claim at the Universal Studios Hollywood tour, um, mm -hmm. which I was so excited to see at the end of it because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this feels like that Twister ride I went on at Universal when I was a kid. It feels like Earthquake. It feels like one of those get your own Hollywood experience type of rides that mm -hmm. that those parks specialize in. And to see it just flat out be presented that way, I was like, OK, so I, this was on purpose that I was getting this vibe. Thank you. I'm so glad that you brought this up because I actually missed the post credits. Um, I, I had to run to the bathroom so bad <laughs> and, and I didn't want to miss any of that ending is so damn good yes. with, with everything that goes on. And I, I couldn't miss any of that. So as soon as the credits were rolling, I had to run. But um, yeah, I'm glad you're bringing this up. I saw, I think, clips of it on Twitter and I, I didn't realize that. It's just like a frame that comes up right at the end. That's fantastic. Uh, and I was just like, oh gosh. And did you know that Jupiter's claim, like they made a website for it. You can play around. <laughs> I, I, I've, awesome. I've won some jingle jangle over there. And Ooh. then you can, and then periodically on the website, uh, it just goes all gray and dark and the, the horrible kind of screaming ominous tones kick in <laughs> over the Western music. It's, it's great stuff. That's fantastic. I got to check that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th that's great. And, and that is such like a dark uh, commentary back on, you know, what the ultimate, point of the movie is with with like the spectacle and and how especially in this country how we we just like our whole lives are just built around that yeah. you know and of course this big horrible thing would happen and then it would be an amusement park ride yeah. like of course yeah. you know <laughs> that's it's just so american and so uh so so perfect and i i love that he kind of doubles down on that and in, in that post credit thing that's great that is awesome <laughs> Well, uh, I, I'm going to bring up the all the people screaming again inside of the uh, alien's stomach or throat or whatever the hell it is. Uh, and I'm going to go to 1993's Fire in the Sky, uh, which I would say is the absolute scariest depiction of what happens when an alien uh, beams you up that's ever been put on camera. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of up there. Um, this definitely, I think, uh, draws a little bit on um, that that depiction and on uh, trying to trying to live up to that because that is, I mean, who could say what real is, but it feels <laughs> so freaking real to what it would probably be like and how just horrifying it is and just it's just like the worst thing you could possibly imagine. And that movie does it so well. And I feel like it's one of those movies that like gets forgotten about all the time, but it's so good and people should really check it out. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it now. Yeah. You haven't seen no. it? No. Now I'm afraid. Okay. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> do. Even if you're afraid, okay. do watch it. All right. I'm yeah. In. So awesome. What do you got next? Okay. My next one is uh, a super, super quick and easy one. Um, Akira. Like she does yeah. the slide. You have to say it. Sure. That's it. That's Absolutely. all I got. Absolutely. And I've, I've never actually like, I don't watch much anime, really any anime, but like, I've certainly seen that yeah. moment, you know, it's like such an iconic like moment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, that, that goes back to Jordan Peele being of this perfect, uh, 
uh, era, you know, yeah. like like right with all of our interests and people of our generation. So it's, it's kind of cool to see something like that uh, be thrown into it. Um, I guess like the John Wick movies would be like yeah. the only other thing I could think of that do it that well. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah, Akira, awesome piece. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I might as well throw this one in here, a quick one as well. Not a good movie, but I certainly <laughs> thought of it and figured I'd throw it on my list. Cowboys and Aliens. I wrote that down um, too. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. <laughs> Just not good. I actually saw, um, I saw part of it like last year for the first time since the theater. And it was bad back then, still bad. Um, but we do have cowboys and aliens exactly. here, so uh, why not? Why not yeah. include it? You know. <laughs> yeah, that that was going to be my next one. So for my next one, then I'll go with. Um, we probably should have covered it in our Spielberg wrap up, but they're here. It's Poltergeist, just sure, a little bit. Sure. Um, and we all know what he did for Poltergeist, so we throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one as well. That's my mini one, and then. I'm just going to jump to my last one here because I've got okay. a TV show again. Um, again, very specific for the era that the television, you know, raised us all um, is Hey Dude. Uh, Kid <laughs> Sheriff is Hey Dude. The poster looks the same. It's kids yeah. on a dude ranch. And I remember watching Hey Dude when I was a kid and thinking those were like pretty old kids. And then I've gone mm -hmm. back and looked at, no, those were straight up children. I was just a very, <laughs> very small child. So I sure, thought the 12 sure. year olds were grown. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey dude. I can't believe I liked Hey Dude as a kid. I like, loved it. Because I was not into, like, I didn't like country music. Nope, I didn't like Western movies. Like, what, what was it about Hey Dude other than being Nickelodeon that would, like, draw me in? I don't know. I, I think it just had to be straight up there wasn't that much to choose from and this yeah was children and so you were yeah. like oh okay this is for me yeah yeah I there guess was one so. adult it... <laughs> yeah i i guess this will do there's not <laughs> enough to watch i'll take now it we have too much to watch yeah um i've got a couple more okay. um so i'll I, i've got two more like Real ones, and then one that's too new to really be a puzzle piece, but I figured I'd bring it up anyway. Yeah. So I'll start off just M. Night Shyamalan in mm -hmm. general. I, I think as much as Spielberg, you have to have Shyamalan. Of course, Signs would be the natural one to go to, but in general, this feels a lot like his first few movies, really. Like, it feels like that... The, the twist, the the big uh, insistence on rules mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the, there's there's so much mystery to everything going on. I, I feel like there's there's so much of that Shyamalan, you know, before the movies weren't quite as successful, yeah. you know, although I, I will stand up for old uh, last year. I thought old was pretty great. But, um, <laughs> you know, he certainly had a, uh, a run of not as good movies. But those first few movies, this this I feel like kind of gets to that same level of intrigue and uh, suspense. And, it, you know, that the scene with the kids when they're dressed up as aliens and, like, we oh all, everybody in the thought gosh. theater thought it was real. There, there was so many people just going, like, oh, fuck no. Like, <laughs> it was terrifying. You know, like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. That, that felt exactly how it felt to go on opening weekend to those first few M. Night Shyamalan movies, you know? Yeah. So Ugh. I would definitely throw that in yeah. there. I was also going to include Predator on my list um, okay. because this this alien creature thing, I mean, it blends in while hunting and, you know, it's completely indetectable. And then once it does finally show itself, it's just this big, awesome, 
beautifully gross, scary, yeah. weird thing, you know, um, just awesome creature design. And so, you know, and there's a lot of like hunter versus like, you know, showing respect and all that kind of thing yeah, to the creature. Yeah, yeah, it has its rules and all that stuff. Totally. So, uh, you know, I thought a little predator in there as well. Yeah. I'm very excited for Prey, by the way, uh, at the time of this recording. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch that. Um, the last one I had on my list, which again, is probably too new to really be um, a puzzle piece, uh, but Ty West's X, um, which just came out this year and yeah. is a great little homage to slasher movies of the 70s and gets to um, have these people basically making a porno while they're in this slasher movie that recalls the that era of porno. But here in in Nope, they're making an alien movie while in an alien movie. And so it's like, yeah. it's just kind of, it's oh. funny how in the same year you get two things that are so meta in that way of the people like actually making the thing that is happening around them at the same time, you know? Yeah, so. totally. No, that's a great one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, Ty West is also a guy who probably grew up to the exact same things that we all <laughs> love. And so, you know, is now kind of synthesizing them into this newer kind of point of view. And so uh, so that fits as well. So, yeah, we, we have a lot of yeah. uh, puzzle pieces here, but I'm, I'm going to run down them real quick okay. and then we'll get into some closing thoughts. But um, we talked about, during our list, we talked about Back to the Future 2, Cloverfield, a whole bunch of Spielberg, Jaws, Jurassic Park, War of the Worlds, Close Encounters. Uh, then we got Tremors, The Thing, and Evil Dead 2, Family Matters, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> The Universal Studios Tour, uh, Fire in the Sky, Akira, Cowboys and Aliens, Poltergeist, Hey Dude, uh, Predator, M. Night Shyamalan, and X. So yeah, a, a lot of stuff. Like I said at the beginning yeah. of the conversation, there's just going to be so much like random things, like obviously horror and sci-fi and blockbuster type things, but then just kind of all over the place too. I love that you brought the Universal Studios tour in. That's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's This is, um, I had to say, when you when you asked me if I would do this episode, I was stoked because I was like, that's all I get from Jordan Peele or puzzle pieces. That is what he sure. does. I was just like, yes, yeah. this is so easy. I'm down. And uh, I just think that he does it in such a way where if you didn't know any of those references, you're still going to love what he does. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take away from it at all. And I think that's one of the things that makes him so talented is, uh, you know, if you get it, great. And if you don't, no worries. The whole thing is there for you. Everything you need is on screen. You've got it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. This, this is like absolutely. a bonus for us that like we have all these pieces in mind. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, my only like thing to like close up, we, we didn't really touch too much on many of the performances, but I mean, I just think that we should just quickly just shout some of them out. I mean, Daniel yeah. Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer are both so good Amazing. as the main two characters. Um, I didn't really know much of Kiki Palmer. I love her. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, she's, she's great in this. She's so good. Yeah. She's, um, She's tremendous. Like, I hope that she gets the attention she deserves after this because she is so talented. She's so funny. She's so just she's magnetic as a mm -hmm. as a performer. And um, I saw it in IMAX on the Thursday night when it opened. And that was kicked off by an interview with Jordan Peele and Kiki Palmer talking about the movie and what it was about and the experience of making it. And uh, she, she's just you know she's up there as part of the movie but you feel like she's 
all of these questions are brand new to her. And it's like, she's probably mm. spent months on like going through this stuff with him. None of this is new to her, but she's just so good. Like she yeah. was great. I, I loved her in this and I loved seeing this subdued role for, for Daniel Kaluuya. Like he, from, if you think about the trailer, like the first teaser trailer, and then you think about when you've seen the movie, like the creature won't go after you if you don't look at it. And mm. in that first teaser trailer, he barely looks up. Sure. Like he is just head down. Not yeah. like it, he, he is the perfect nemesis to like take on that beast. Uh, yeah. And then she is, she is all the attention and all the loud and all the everything. So I thought yeah. they were a great duo. Um, I loved the way they kind of play off each other. You really do feel like they're siblings. Uh, oh yeah that feels so genuine like he has been putting up with her shit for a long time you can tell yeah (laughs) absolutely totally yeah and i I love when when they're first uh introducing them as as, uh the horse wranglers and and you're getting that sense of of kill you as uh like his personality Mm -hmm. in there and you know and that all leads to him being, like you said, the perfect person to be fighting this thing yeah. because, uh, you know, he's just so like kind of timid and shy, but like, you know, uh, no nonsense at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he's great. And then uh, his dad, I, I forgot to mention this oh. earlier, but Keith David, yes. the thing, we got that connection yeah. as well. Um, Keith David's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Wincott, having him back. Oh uh, <laughs> it's just incredible. Uh, you know, um, The Crow. I just watched that last year. Just he is ridiculous. He's such a great character. Um, but yeah, and Steven Yun, of course, yeah. uh, great as well. Um, he he does such a good job with this kind of thankless role. He's kind of like an kind of an asshole, you know, the yeah. character. But it's like he does such a great job with it. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was the only other thing I was going to mention is bringing up some of these characters. Uh, but I just think this movie was great. And uh, yeah, did you have any other uh, thoughts that you wanted to bring up before we wrap it up? Uh, no, just. Straight up loved every second of it. Uh, it's cinematically stunning. Uh, oh, yeah. See it on the biggest screen possible over and over. Because now I want to watch it all over again, knowing what I know. Um, sure. Especially like the yeah. opening The opening credits literally start inside the creature. And you don't know that when you're watching it. That's true. You're just yeah, like, I didn't hmm, even think of that. What's this weird rectangle? <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just wait. It's yeah. coming. Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, I think that does it for Nope. Uh, is there another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Oh, I actually, I will say I have only been watching deeply disturbing documentaries on Netflix. So don't oh, be perfect. like me. Don't watch them because all they do <laughs> is make me lose faith in humanity. Uh, mm. So just maybe something something lighter. Maybe find a rom-com yeah. or something. Don't watch. There's got to be watching. one. No, there's got to be something good. Uh, yeah, everybody watch uh, I Want You Back. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I did that's watch a lighter that. movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so easy breezy. One. Yeah, there you yeah. go. All right. Well, Lady One, why don't you tell people where they can find you and your podcast and everything you're up to? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the Lady One. That's W-A-N. And uh, my show, Screen Run, will be coming back for season three pretty soon. Uh, we're excited to have you back on this season again. Uh, we'll plug the hell out of that when it's coming. Uh, season one and two are already out there in their entirety. Season one are the films of Kevin Smith. Season two are all of the alien movies. And season three is you'll have to stay tuned to find out. Mm-hmm. I should have <laughs> brought Covenant up as a puzzle piece here. I, I could I could have worked it in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, this is David, and I wanted to tell you about Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. And what it does is really cool because, I don't know, if you're like me, I don't have a lot of time for just sitting around and reading stuff. I'm always either driving or doing something and just to like sit down and read it's like you know who has time for that and so with newsly you could basically turn any web article into kind of like a podcast and it reads the article in a natural human voice from basically anything on the internet anything on the web and this way you know you don't have to sit there reading and scrolling you can listen to it just like you would a podcast and it's got podcasts too piecing it together is on there uh, but then you could also find articles from all kinds of topics from, you know, entertainment and movies to sports and tech and business, science, all that kind of stuff. So really, if it's out there on the web, you can find it and you can listen to it. And uh, I've been using it as my default podcast app and you can too. And you can download Newsly right now for free from newsly.me. Check out the link in the show notes. It's available, like I said, on uh, Android and iOS in the uh, App Store and the Play Store. And there is a premium version available. And my listeners can get a one-month free premium subscription by using the promo code Piecing It. But all of the I's are ones. So that's P1EC1NG1T. Piecing it, but all of the I's are ones. And uh, I've got that in the show notes too. If you're uh, like me out driving around listening to stuff and uh, you can't pull over right now, you can check it in the show notes and find that promo code and get that free one month premium subscription to Newsly. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Jordan Peele's Nope. Thank you to the lady one for joining me on that one. And uh, make sure to check out Screen Run. I will be back on there for this next coming season. And I was on the last season. So uh, check out her podcast. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together. If you like what we do, you could also drop a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it if you did that. And maybe even leave a little review. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, at PiecingPod. And you can join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. You know, our next episode will be our trailer roundup, which we do every month. And uh, something we've been doing the last couple of months is at the beginning of each trailer roundup, I also take a minute to look back at the previous month's movies that we covered on Piecing It Together and read any listener puzzle pieces. So if you just listened to us talk about Nope and you have an idea for some puzzle pieces that we didn't bring up, shoot them my way and I will read them on that next trailer episode. So get in touch, let us know which puzzle pieces you thought of and I'd love to read them on the show. Uh, last thing to mention here is we do have a Patreon produced by David Rosen Patreon where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, of course, also Awesome Movie Year, the other movie podcast that I produce, and from my music career. As a matter of fact, speaking of my music career, you can check out my new single that comes out August 8th. It's called Antiviral. You can get it right now as part of the Patreon. So uh, that's up already for you if, you if you subscribe to the Patreon, as well as some episodes of Piecing It Together that aren't out yet, as well as an advanced episode of Awesome Movie Year. Lots of great stuff over there. Patreon.com slash ByDavidRosen. If you want, subscribe. Check it out. So speaking of my music, I gotta, of course, end every episode with a piece of my music, and I don't think there's any choice 
that would fit better for a movie like Nope than Lights in the Sky. So this is from my first album, Echoes in the Dark. This is Lights in the Sky. There's a cool music video over on my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Music by David Rosen. It was the first music video I put out, actually. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, the music video for Antiviral, the new single, will be up in a few days. So uh, check out that YouTube channel. Um, but this is Lights in the Sky. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.